if you are scared about you know your kid strapping on the VR headset and so on, first test it yourself. Try it out because I think this is what will decrease being being scared and uh, being afraid about what that technology is. Try it yourself. See how it how it how, how it feels, how it looks like, right? And then you, once you are more familiar with it yourself, you are able to kind of control and be, manage it better. Welcome to the Sisterhood Club podcast, where we talk all things business, Web three, and NFTs. We're on a mission to educate, elevate, and empower women into the world of Web three. So join us on this journey as we learn together from leading experts. And remember, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. So please do your own research and enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sisterhood Club podcast with myself, Georgie Hubbard, and normally Pam Caldwell. But as some of you may know, she has recently given birth, uh, a new sister has been brought into this world, little baby Sky. So she is currently taking a bit of time off to be with her beautiful baby Sky, and uh, she will be joining me for uh, many more podcasts to come. But today, she apologizes, she would have loved to have been here, but uh, she's got her hands full with a new baby. But today, I am very, very excited. I I have been looking forward to this interview for a long time since it got booked in. So today I'm super excited as I am sat down with Patricia Howice, also known as Chief Metaverse Officer at the Web3 Academy. Patricia is a Metaverse, NFT, DAO and Web3 consultant from Sydney with proven experience across industries delivering growth, marketing and community strategies. With over eight years of experience in Metaverse and blockchain space, she knows the best platforms to successfully grow communities. Patricia has been analyzing NFT projects since 2021. So I am very excited to get stuck in for all of the things that we should be focusing on. So Patricia, amazing to have you here today. I'm going to be quiet now and hand it over to you so you could introduce yourself, tell us a little about your journey into Web3 and uh, yeah, what's brought you here today. So over to you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here at the Sisterhood Club and uh, yeah, share my share my story here with you. Um, thanks so much for this uh, lovely introduction. I think you summarized it all quite nicely. Um, I'm also actually a um, host and organizer in, at MVCon, which is the largest in real life metaverse wow. conference in the Southern Hemisphere. And uh, yeah, I love Web3 and the community and around like blockchain, crypto and DAOs and so on. And I really want to pay it forward and bring like-minded people together. And that's why, yeah, I, uh, I'm getting the Sydney community here around uh, as well together and uh, created MV Sydney. So Metaverse Sydney, um, a, a kind of a, a, a meetup, a catch-up of uh, people in that industry. And uh, I'm also co-founded Power Women, which is a community to empower women in business and Web3. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much uh, what I'm doing right now. And um, I think my, my story kind of started in, uh, well, if you, if you call the metaverse uh, or if you include augmented and virtual reality in, in the metaverse, then my journey kind of started in 2013 when I um, wrote my master thesis. And um, I got a colleague who brought a um, Google Glasses from the Silicon Valley over and I tried it. I'm like, oh, what the f*** 
this is amazing. I love it. This is exactly how the future should be like. And um, obviously, you know, you can see by then a, a few couple of pixels and so on that were uh, visualized there. But I I'd envision that future of, you know, um, augmented reality glasses, for example, helping you and assisting you throughout the day and making your life so much better. So ever since I've been immersed in like the ARVR ecosystem and I created an ARVR ecosystem report about Australia, I um, created a uh, augmented reality uh, fashion prototype app where you could, that was before like Snapchat filters and so on, where you can hold your phone and you can actually enhance your fashion and who you are and self-express a little well, who you are. And um, yeah, this is kind of where I was thinking, hey, if there are these virtual world or a blended experience between the reality and the virtuality um, there are a lot of digital assets as well and then well last year NFTs became quite popular and so obviously that was a natural step to look into that market and um, I played around a little bit and invested a little bit so no financial advice here today but um, so I felt like that was kind of the, the natural next step and so I looked into the market and what I realized is hey, there are so many amazing projects out there, but they apparently have no success. And then there are these amazing successful projects. So what do those successful projects have in common? And um, I analyzed it and created the NFT marketing canvas and derived kind of my learning out of that. So yeah, really helping and assisting now the, the brands to onboard and to enter the, the metaverse um, from strategy to um, helping them uh, execute. How exciting because like, see, it's really interesting. I think we're in a really interesting spot right now because when I first started looking into NFTs, if I'm truly honest, I didn't really get it to start with. And I was like, why are people paying so much money for, you know, these these JPEGs? What What is it about them? And then when I started to dive into the technology, um, some of the projects that were coming out, their missions, like what they were trying to achieve, the purpose behind them, I was like, okay, there's so much opportunity in this and that's what got me super excited. But you, you just mentioned something there that I really want to dive into because I know you do a lot of consulting with brands, with with founders that, you know, like you just said then, there's some projects that are going to succeed and there's some projects that unfortunately don't. And I'd love to understand from your years of experience, from really understanding this market, what is the difference? Is it the founders? Is it the mission? Is it the community? What What is it? What makes a project successful and stand out? Yeah. Um, so it really is a mix and really depends also on your background. So if, for example, the founder team um, is super strong, then obviously your USP of the project will be evolving around that. But I identified in total seven main key components that are kind of creating this good framework around it. And first of all, that is the purpose. Really understanding why are you doing this, right? Um, if you would think about it, if you're, for example, now uh, creating a project, really, you need to be able to communicate, um, um, we exist because X, Y, Z. So really able to communicate why you're doing this. Reason behind it is, if you understand why you're doing this project, it will help you through the you know ups and downs of this kind of project, because it really is kind of a little startup that you're creating. So. 
if you have this um, deep vision and mission behind what you're doing, the purpose, then it gives you also drive throughout um, yeah, d- more difficult times. And also this is what will inspire the rest of the team that you will gather or volunteers that you want to join, right? It's literally this 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 meta uh, meta meta um, area where you get people passionate about and then from that purpose it is deriving utilities so benefits for your community that you can provide beyond maybe the visual aspect so obviously there can be some um, fandom items from popular people from popular artists and so on and that might be enough for that nft project because obviously the art is the utility but in um, many projects that's not all it so providing that extra benefit that unique uh, utility is something that will set your project apart from the other then two key components that you were already mentioning is the team and then also connect it with a story so it's not just enough here i've been the founder of here and there and i've done this and this no it's about to create a compelling story of the founding team connected with the purpose and then obviously it's um nfts the are the hype around nfts um originated from um, more the visual and art um, side of things so the assets the visualization of the nfts are really important and they need to look um, stunning and amazing and connect with the purpose you can't show or you shouldn't show like i don't know a fence if you are if your purpose is about <laughs> empowering children or uh, anything like that and then um as as the last two points it's really the the basis of the entire nft project is the community it is about creating a strong mm. community and fun i realized like a lot of these projects nowadays are kind of losing the 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 good vibe you know and web 3 was all about you know connecting with people sharing helping each other building together and having a good time literally people who are who in the nft space are there to have have a good time not just you know to to work or um to see see it very serious so that plus one last point is obviously the 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 luck so this is something you can't uh, you can't uh, <laughs> uh, predict but um, sometimes you can be lucky and sometimes you're not yeah absolutely that that was absolutely fantastically laid out by the way and I would honestly agree with every single one of those points and the, the there's a couple of key things in there that I really want to pick out now utility that's been a word that has been thrown around a lot and. What I've noticed is sort of back in January, you know, you could literally probably squiggle on a piece of paper, call it an NFT, and it was being (laughs) snapped up and sold, right? But times are changing. We are now in a, a bear market. People are sort of looking at the projects and going, okay, who are the founders? What are they offering me? What's the value behind the NFT? So in terms of like utility, and you said something really important at the start, you mentioned the word business. And I believe that that's what now people need to be thinking about when they're launching NFT projects. They're starting a business. It's not just going to be a 10,000 PFP drop. I think that those days are gone unless you are a very well-known brand or celebrity. So let's focus on utility. What what would you like to see? I feel like, like we... 
Web3 is going to be so disruptive, but what sort of utility would you, would you be like, wow, that's an awesome utility? Like, is there any like industries that you feel like could be really disrupted? Um, I'd love to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, no, it makes absolutely sense. I think uh, benefits and the, the, the utilities are really core and important. But before thinking about, well, what you can offer to the community and to your, um, to your, to your uh, friends and family and um, everyone who you want to join your project, really, is to think about why are people buying NFTs in general? Why should people buy your NFT, right? Really understand the people and the, the, the thinking behind it that will then help you and assist you into um, create your offering and your benefits towards it. So um, I identified a, a few of them and I'm um, happy, happy to share them with you. Um, for example, one is um, being an early adopter. There are some people in the game who are really just in to test out new things, to try out, to be one of the first one and be seen as trendsetter. There are people who are literally just in the game for financial aspects. They are flipping um, NFTs. So don't be sad if, for example, you see people buying your NFTs and then selling them straight away because their initial um, um, reason for this NFT is not maybe being part of the community. It is literally a financial um, aspect. So flipping could be one or it could be a long-term investment. People believe in, uh, in, in, in the vision of that project and want to hold it for longer and see how things are developing financially also for them. Some of them are actually in it because they love what you're creating. They love the community you created. They love the vibe. They love um, exchanging ideas and thoughts with, uh, with you as the founder, with, um, your, um, with the community you created. So literally this part of community, the sense of belonging is very important to them. Um, then it's also, some people are just literally buying it because they want to showcase their taste and their, it's more about how it visually looks like, right? And what, how does their collection look like? It's like um, um, showing a bit their, their, their taste and, and what they like. And then there are people in it about um, because of the utility and the benefits that you're providing, right? Maybe they are actually in it because they, they get something they have never got before or they had never access before. And then there are some people who really want to support you. Uh, that might not be the majority, but um, they just like you, who you are, your journey, and they want to support you. Um, and, and then there are yeah a, a lot of other reasons, but these are kind of the the core point. Often, yeah, there are obviously those people who are like you know they want to flex. So if they have, for example, a boy and ape, they either were really early in the game, amazing, cool, and they show off, or they have a lots of money that they can afford it. Um, nonetheless, they will you know flex and show off. So um, yeah, a lot of uh, potential use cases. So once you have and understand, hey, there are a variety of um, of these kind of personas that want to buy or can buy an NFT. And usually it is a mix of those motivations why people are buying NFT. It's not just one or the other, it's usually kind of a mix and some people are more tending towards the one or the other. And then you can create um, utilities based on what I mentioned before in your um, vision and mission out of it. Yeah, 
Absolutely. I mean, so with with the sisterhood, what we're what we're building is obviously we want to attract more women into tech and into Web three. So our messaging is very much focused around the sisterhood school. It's an online growth platform. It's going to be educating women around you know tech Web three. We're going to be building a, a sort of university alongside it. So we're sort of really focusing our messaging towards women and. When it when it comes to women, because you you spoke earlier about the the power women community that you're creating as well, and one thing that we discussed before we jumped on and press record about how passionate we are about you know making sure that this space is diverse and you know we are bringing more women um, into this incredible world. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on how we go about doing this because I think that when I first started looking on in and into nfts there was lots of buzzwords there were lots of acronyms it was quite confusing and certainly i could see that there was going to be some some blockages that we're sort of going to have to overcome when it comes to bringing in more women so love to hear your thoughts on that and perhaps how we can continue to make sure that web3 is inclusive and diverse and continue to make sure we get enough people through the doors and keep on building Right. Yeah. Um, no, absolutely agree. Um, it's a it's a great mission, and I think um, the first problem when when I joined, you know, the first Discord groups and so on, it was that type of of language that uh, that was used, right? The the bro, the sir, etc. That was a bit. Um, not uh, that didn't feel as inviting, or even at my my name is is very feminine on on, on my handle, um, so people would see that it's a woman, but they still refer to me as so because I think they are not necessarily actually they didn't want necessarily to express sir as like the the male version, but it became kind of a slang that they use, and so it is kind of it became kind of part of culture of the NFT culture rather than them on purposely naming me with not the correct gender or um, yeah mm. so um, I think it is a, is a mindset and just making people aware of of that fact is uh, yeah is cru- crucial and important so the language that is being used but also just providing a safe space to exchange thoughts and ask questions I realized you know if you ask some beginner questions, for example, people will um, will not get a nice response. Um, so I think, yeah, finding a safe place for those kind of minorities is definitely um, important. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's it as well. It's like like you just said then about jumping into some of the communities. We were speaking to an, another woman in Web3 the other day and she said when she first jumped into some of the discords, she was getting told to go back home and play with Barbies. And it, it's just, it's so shocking when you hear that. You think, my God, we're in the 21st century people. Like this, this sort of stuff shouldn't be happening, but unfortunately it is. And we don't want to hear it, but I think that there is this just gender bias still you know especially when it comes to tech and uh, my business partner and I Pam we've owned a recruitment company now for the last five years we've been in in the tech industry for the last 10 and we've seen firsthand that you will get a woman and a man apply for a job and it will be the man that will get the interview and the woman may not even apply for the job because she doesn't hit a hundred percent of the skill set. So this is something that I'm super passionate about. It's definitely, I've seen firsthand, you know, clients, they say they want to hire more women, but they have no flexibility. You know, the woman wants to go and pick her kid up at 3.30. Well, that's not allowed. It's like, well, you can't, 
want to hire women and not provide the right working conditions for women. So I would love to have a conversation around you know, what what brands and businesses can do to ensure that they are making it inclusive and diverse and ensuring that we are creating these safe spaces, not just in in Web3, but tech in general. Yes, no, absolutely. This is exactly why um, we started with Power Women um, to approach also businesses so that they can provide their staff and their female staff and minorities with upskilling opportunities in Web3, for example, right? To give them a safe space on, okay, we help you how to create your wallet, um, you know, a step-by-step guide. How can you um, experience, for example, being in uh, the sandbox in Decentraland and really testing and hand-holding because some of these um, experiences are a bit technical. But I feel like once you got over this first hurdle of like creating it for me it was literally creating a wallet and just Mm. trying and testing and playing around was this oh my god okay now i understand and so on factor so getting to that point and getting all the women in um towards this that would be amazing so um yeah uh, absolutely yeah agreed and important and what i realized as well in terms of the problem it's not just you know picking up the, the kids from school obviously men need to pick up their kids from school as well as that 330 so it's not just that but you know also the, how, how do you how do you um divide the the roles during the day and then um yeah ah, so, so many factors what i realized this was in terms of the in australia specifically the um the discrepancy between people being um or are being female versus male and um, leadership roles such as CEOs, mm-hmm. directors, um, is 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 shocking. Um, yeah. So any initiative that is driving, um, uh, yeah, education in that space, helping with leadership, entrepreneurship, um, financial literacy, financial independence, is I think a great great way. Yeah, something that I'm extremely passionate about as well. And, and you're right, like I would love to see more women in leadership roles because, you know, women offer, you know, more nurturing, we're, we're generally more empathetic. And I do think that that's what a lot of uh, companies do need. We need more of that at the top. So I would love to see that. And I think it all starts with seeing more women at the top. I think this is part of the problem is that you cannot be what you cannot see. So we need more women in these positions of power. We need more women in technology to then, you know, show the younger generation like, hey, this is what it looks like. You know, it's not just some guy in a hoodie tapping away at a keyboard or just playing on a on a game. It's, it's actually like you can be uh, a strong, successful, powerful woman in technology, in a CEO, in a leadership role. And I think, yeah, seeing is believing, right? So this is why we do need more female role models and really championing them, really getting them to use their voices, really coming together within a community to speak up and to be like, this is my mission and we can all get behind one another and I do think as well like over the years I've seen women compete with one another and I really want to see us you know collaborate more because we don't need to compete and I think when we come together we're so much stronger and let's cheer each other on let's not try and push each other down because there's plenty of room at the top we just need to keep encouraging each other to get there so And women are so skilled in creating partnerships and collaborations. And Web3 and NFT, the NFT space is all about that. So it's the perfect space actually for them. And community management, right? This is 
where yeah where we can thrive hundred percent we've got an incredible community manager rach and she's a she's a mom and she's just you know she's a single mom and you know she's just an absolute powerhouse and you know she just drops off her son every day and she's she's incredible so yeah community management is is so key but i want to touch on something as well because i keep having these conversations with lots of women and they're a little bit scared about the metaverse and and especially i keep having this conversation with a lot of people who are concerned with their children spending too much time on technology or you know that then they're concerned Concerned about oh god you know what's going to happen if they put their you know, VR goggles on or headsets and they go into this world are they going to lose themselves and and I'm trying to sort of tell them that well think about it this way you know we kind of are in the metaverse already like when we're on uh, Zoom and Skype and even this now it, it's just going to be an enhanced version of it so how are you sort of overcoming questions I think people are nervous about it they're worried about people's mental health and people spending even more time on technology so yeah I'd love to jump into that yeah I think that a lot of people have this kind of dystopian uh, idea about it almost similar to like Ready Player One if you uh, watch that movie but <laughs> yeah which yeah. doesn't necessarily you know show also the the benefits and the beauty of the potential of that kind of technology and when if you are scared about, you know, your kid strapping on the VR headset and so on, first test it yourself. Try it out because I think this is what will decrease being being scared and being afraid about what that technology is. Try it yourself. See how it how it how, how it feels, how it looks like, right? And then you once you are more familiar with it yourself, you are able to kind of control and manage it better. I feel, yeah. because obviously there's no real definition yet, but for me, the metaverse is really the convergence between reality and virtuality, and it comprises a lot of technologies, such as augmented reality, virtual reality, online gaming, social media, etc. But the difference between the what we have, what we are currently experiencing is instead of Mm, looking at just things it feels really immersive like you're in it it feels like you're there and uh, like hyper realistic and it, yeah really immersive so it can be also a beautiful technology that helps and increases for example during um for education purposes imagine that you could for example wear augmented reality glasses instead of having to read a book about the how your body works and the the, the skin and you know the, the the liver and heart and how how all the circulation system and so on how it works you could look at it in augmented reality have a real word uh, body in front of you and you could take maybe layers off <laughs> manipulate things what happens if and just play and ec- create like experiential learning experiences right so i don't think that the metaverse per se is like a, a, a negative space. Yes, there might be some, like in Web 2 and the real world, there are dark areas. Having said that, I see this beautiful, huge opportunity for all like educational experiences and um, immersive experiences that are um, for good. And this is exactly why we need women shaping and paving the way to, you know, create the metaverse. Because if it was just left up to men, you know, we might not get this beautiful and wonderful world that you're visualizing in such a powerful way. So this is why we need to be involved, ladies. We need a seat at the table. But I'm conscious of time. And I'd love to sort of, I guess, one of my final questions would be, where do you see the future? What are you excited about? And what do you think Web3 
is going to do for us all and where are we going with all of this? I'm excited about the the premise about Web3 in general, which is really rewarding people of your community, of people who are early adopters, who join your um, project, who join your, your business, and to give back and let them incentive, being incentivized at the same time. I really love that. And at the same time also, so rewarding them and re-empowering them, having them with yourself on the table and having a say in terms of the direction of your project and really shape the project all together so that it becomes a project that is inclusive and everyone uh, likes and loves. Obviously, it needs a direction and so on, but this is what I'm I'm really passionate about and think that is um, um, really important and that, that gives me drive as well. I love it. And you've created Web3 Academy for people who are curious about Web3, who want to get involved in it. So where can we direct people who want to learn more about Web3 in this new world? Where should they go? Where should they go to find out more about you and what you're doing? Right. So I'm the chief um, metaverse um, officer <laughs> there. I'm uh, not the co-founder. But um, yeah, we launched a free email course to um, educate people about what the metaverse is, what blockchain is, what Web3 technology is at a like self-paced kind of style. So if you want, you can just check out our website, Web3 Academy. Um, and um, we actually just signed a partnership with a huge player in, in, in that field, which we are hopefully able to announce <gasps> soon, which yeah, is our goal to actually educate people about these kind of topics in the basis of the metaverse. So yeah, absolutely exciting times. Oh my goodness, I can't wait for that. So uh, hopefully by the time we launch, that would have happened and I can announce it and get everyone excited. But look, I could honestly sit here and talk to you all day. You're, you clearly are so visionary, know your stuff in this space. So we'll continue a conversation, maybe have you back on the, the podcast when this partnership gets announced. And uh, yeah, keep doing what you're doing because you are definitely a role model in this space and someone to look up to. And that's what we need right now. So congratulations for all of the success in this space so far. And I look forward to working with you again, hopefully in the future. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Patricia. And for our community, please go and follow Patricia. Check out our Discord and uh, lots more podcasts to come. I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did, please give a little share on your social. And if you have time, please leave a review. And I hope to see you next time. Take care.